Hello, this is Shubhang from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 5th of December. Cyclone Michong began making its landfall between 12.30pm and 2.30pm today on the coast of Andhra Pradesh, prompting agencies to get relief and rescue teams at the ready. The India Meteorological Department said that it made its landfall near the southern part of Bapatla city. It is moving over the coastline with wind speeds of 90-210 km per hour. A red alert was issued in Tirupati, Nellore, Prakasam, Bapatla, Krishna, West Godavari, Konasima and Kakinada in anticipation of storms caused by the cyclone. The State Chief Minister Y.S. Jagan Mohan Reddy has asked all officers and departments to be ready to deploy rescue teams. According to the Hindustan Times, the National and State Disaster Relief Forces have been deployed in Andhra Pradesh and all necessary precautions are in place, as cited by meteorologist M.M. Ali. Michong has already caused widespread disruptions and destruction in Tamil Nadu. Heavy rains and floods have claimed eight lives in the state. In addition, several manufacturing facilities, including the Hyundai plant near Chennai, have been forced to halt operations. Meanwhile, the Chennai airport is up and running again after the cyclone led to 21 flights being grounded. Tamil Nadu Chief Minister M.K. Stalin today visited the affected areas and the relief camps in Chennai's Kanapur Tidal area. The Supreme Court today started hearing a batch of petitions challenging the constitutional validity of Section 6A of the Citizenship Act 1955. It deals with the contested issue of immigration laws in the state of Assam. The Assam Sun Milit Mahasang is the main petitioner of the case. A five-judge bench headed by Chief Justice Diva Chandrachud is hearing the case. The bench also comprises Justices Surya Kant, M.M. Sundresh, J.B. Pardiwala and Manoj Misra. A little background on Section 6A. It was introduced as a special provision into the Citizenship Act to deal with the citizenship of those covered by a memorandum of settlement called the Assam Accord. Brought into law by the erstwhile Rajiv Gandhi government along with the leaders of the Assam movement, the stated aim was to preserve and protect the Assamese culture, heritage, linguistic and social identity. According to the provision, people who immigrated to Assam on or after 1st January 1966 but before 25th March 1971 from regions including Bangladesh are considered residents of Assam and must register under Section 6A for citizenship. The Supreme Court in September agreed that the contesting parties shall consist of those challenging the constitutional validity of Section 6A on one hand and those supporting its validity on the other. Those in support include the Union of India and the State of Assam. The Congress today deferred the next meeting of the India Alliance after several senior leaders of its member parties publicly refused to attend. The meeting was previously scheduled for the 6th of December. The Congress announced that the meeting will be held in the third week of December on a date that is convenient to all leaders. Meanwhile, Congress Party President Malikarjun Kharge will meet available opposition leaders at his residence on the 6th of December as the winter session of the parliament is underway until the 22nd of this month. Several key leaders of the India Alliance had expressed their inability to attend the meeting on the 6th of December. They include Trinamool Congress leader Mamta Banerjee, Tamil Nadu CM MK Stalin, Bihar CM Nitish Kumar and Akhilesh Yadav from the Samajwadi Party. The Congress is on unsure footing after its defeat in the Assembly elections in Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh and Chhattisgarh. 
both Mamta Banerjee and Akhilesh Yadav lashed out against the party with Banerjee saying and I quote, India parties cut some votes and this is the truth. We had suggested a seat-sharing arrangement. They lost because of division of votes, unquote. Listeners, while the election season for this year has come to a close, what continues on is our commitment to independent news for our subscribers. Do check out our extensive election coverage, which we have brought to you all throughout last month. None of this would have been possible without your support. Continue supporting News Laundry so we can bring you even better coverage. Head on to newslaundry.com and pick a contribution amount of your choice and power our journalism. The president of Rashtra Rajput Karni Sena, Sukhdev Singh Gogamidi, was murdered in Jaipur today. Gogamidi was shot dead at his home in Jaipur's Shyamnagar by three assailants, one of whom was killed in retaliatory firing. According to the Indian Express, quoting Police Commissioner Biju George Joseph, one of Gogamidi's friends was critically injured in the gunfight, while one of his personal security guards was shot in the leg. Meanwhile, Gogamidi was rushed to a hospital where he succumbed to his injuries. One assailant, identified as Naveen Singh Shikhawat, was killed in retaliatory firing. The other two assailants are absconding. The incident was caught on a CCTV camera in Gogamidi's home. Narayan Singh Devrala, a leader of related outfit Sri Rajput Karni Sena, said that Gogamidi had been receiving death threats for a long time. He said, and I quote, Gogamidi had been receiving threats for the past one year and had also asked for more security from the police. We want immediate arrest of the accused and want them hanged, unquote. Today, the Gulf Corporation Council summit began in Doha to discuss the ongoing war between Israel and Hamas in the Gaza Strip, Al Jazeera reported. The summit is being attended by leaders from GCC countries, Bahrain, Kuwait, Oman, Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. Turkish President Erdogan will also be in attendance. In his opening remarks at the GCC summit, Qatar's Emir Sheikh Tamim bin Hamad Ali Tahani said and I quote, It is a disgrace upon the international community to allow this heinous crime to continue with systemic and purposeful killing of innocent unarmed civilians. This is a genocide committed by Israel, unquote. Meanwhile, Israeli defense forces have encircled the Jabalia refugee camp in Gaza. Its ground operatives are moving deeper into the massive humanitarian relief camp, which is one of eight large refugee shelters in the enclave. According to the BBC, the Israeli army has taken over a Hamas command and control center where it has found observation and control materials, weapons and maps. Elon Levy, a spokesperson for the Israeli government, announced that Israel is moving on with the second stage of its operation in Gaza. He said, and I quote, We are moving ahead with the second stage now, a second stage that is going to be difficult militarily, unquote. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.